are in Sefer Malachim Aleph, Perik Yudches. Let's start Pasuk Yudtes Batah Shlach Kavotz Elah. One of the things we've observed is that Eliyahu Hanavi is not your prototypical Navi. In the sense that the normal Navi gets a vision, a direct command, um, instructions with the Kaddish Baruch who say thus and thus, go to speak to so-and-so. Eliyahu seems to be out there on his own. We saw that the drought that he declared was unilateral. Uh, Kaddish Baruch who didn't tell him, tell Achav there's going to be a drought. And now we're going to see in this confrontation that he devises between himself and all the, the 400 Kohanim of the Baal and the 450 Kohanim of the Ashtarot, which who do not show the, the Kohanim of the Ashtarot, and all the people of Israel gathered on Mount Carmel and whose uh, sacrifice will be lit up by fire from heaven is his own creation. There's no evidence that he had been instructed to do that. He does this on his own. So we saw, let's start with your test. He tells Achab. He finally, after three years on the run, confronts Achab and tells him, Gather to me all Israel on the Mount Carmel. And the prophets, so-called, of the Baal, Arba Meos V'chamishim, 450 of them, and the Nebim of the Asherah, Arba Meos Ochle Shulchan Yisevel, 400 that we've said eat are supported entirely by Yisevel, his royal consort. So, Pasuches, Vayishlach Achav Bechol B'nei Yisrael, he sends out the word, Achav, by Yikbots es HaNeviyim Elhar Carmel. And he gathers the Neviyim Elhar Carmel. Notice the difference in the adjective. By Yishlach Achav, he sends for B'nai Israel. By Yikbots is a more intense adjective. He gathers the Neviyim. And the Radak explains it. Below Amar is called Yisrael. He didn't have to tell B'nai Yisrael to gather that Yisrael nikbitsu me'at smum. They had gathered on their own. Berotzon kishashamu ki Eliyahu rotzelasos masse habechino. When they heard Eliyahu wanted to do this confrontation, this test, avol hanavim lo nikbitsu elo behechrech achav. The Nevi'eh Abal were not gathered voluntarily. It was only at the order, the command of Achav. Why? Says the Radak, ki yodu ki sheker niskom. They knew that they are charlatans. They know they are frauds. They don't think for a second 
this is legitimate, or that their practice of the Baals are legitimate. Avon Nevi'ehu Asherah, as for the 400 Nevi'eh of the Asherah, lo yochol achov lahachrisam, even achov couldn't force them to show shom mitnei izevel lefishehoyo ochei shulchano lo rotsto sheyechu shom. Isabel barred them from going, and as we said, she supports them. Her order has a lot of weight, and so the Kohanim, so-called of the Asherah, do not show. One question, why does Ahav obey Eliyahu? Because one, he might think that, yeah, the Nevi'eh Habal is going to triumph on this. He doesn't stand a chance with the 400 and Baal, and let's have this out. And we're going to see he takes extraordinary measures. Uh, we might as well say it now. One of the things the measures tells us is that he, Achav, had hidden under the hollowed out Mizbeach of the priests of the Baal, this individual we came before, came across the one who builds Yericho up again and loses all his sons. So he has vengeance on his mind. And so what he does is he goes in there with coals, burning coals in this hollow of Mizbeah, and he waits, he's going to, supposed to wait, and then raise it so that it lights the bottom of the altar, the wood, and it will appear that fire has appeared on the altar of the priest of Baal. Unfortunately, or fortunately, a snake, a poisonous snake, is sent mysteriously into the hollow of the Mizbeach of the priests of Baal and kills them before this plan gets any traction. So we see Achav may have had a very vested interest in the outcome of this. So, um, we see that part of the problem is the Radak prevents the Bnei Yisrael is they are in conflict. They themselves want to know what, what is the real answer to this. Um, when they hear the description of the test, they say this is a great idea because they are torn between their observance to the Kaddish Baruch Hu and to the Baal, which they know is a little bit, a lot fraudulent. There's no demands made on them the ball, and yet that's what they may like about it. And they go from one to the other thinking, why can't we have both? And that's what Elio is about to address. And in one of the most famous psukim in all Tanakh, Bayomer says, Ad matai atem sikhim hasifim. How long are you going to jump from one branch to the other branch? Im Hashem Elohim If Kaddish Baruch Hu is the true deity, go after him. Im Abal And if you're convinced that it's the Baal, follow the Baal. You can't have both. Below anu ha'amosohadabar. And the people didn't answer one way or the other. And as again, the Radak says, They themselves were in Suffolk. They were confused. When they heard the test described, This is good. They wanted the relief of knowing. I am the last Navi of the Kaddish Baruch who's standing. 
arrayed against 450 men of the Baal. We learned yesterday this isn't quite accurate, that he is the last Navi standing in Israel. We saw how Avajahu had hidden a hundred Nevi'im, the last hundred Nevi'im, because Izevel had totally decimated the um, Navi population of B'nai Yisrael. They were hidden in a cave by Obadjahu. And by the way, this is where we get the Medrash that one of the reasons for the tremendous success of Ahab, it's paradoxical that there either were very few wars or the wars that there were, there were no casualties because B'nai Yisrael were not Malshinim. They didn't snitch, as it were. They knew there were a hundred Nevi'im hidden. They never said a word. And the of Zeb, because Achav could have been Avodah Zorah, the whole nation was Avodah Zorah, but they respected the secret of the hundred Nevi'im hidden, that they were given this reward of triumph in wars, or certainly no losses in wars. So now, by Yomer Elio and Nam, I stand it. By Yitnu Lanu Shneim Parim, by Yifkaru Lahem Hapar Echad, by Yinotku, by Yasimu Al Aizim, the Aishlo Yasimu, Bania says Hapar Echad, the Nasati Al Aizim, the Aishlo Oshim. Says Elio, bring two oxen, two parim. By the way, it's interesting that this parak. And Malachim is the mafter we read for Kisisa with the Egel. The Parim there uh, is the connection between the two. And so bring two Parim, um, put it on, cut it up, put it on my altar, take the other, put it on their altar, but both of us do not light the flame. The Eishloa sin. Ukarasim b'shem elokechem. You call to your God, Hashem. I will call the Chodesh Baruch of Israel. And whoever is answered in the, by fire descending on his Mizbeach, who Elohim? That is the true God. The people are overwhelmingly approving this kind of test. We know we have a history where fire, the descent of fire on a Mizbeach is a sign of approval of um, the Kaddish Baruch Hu blessing the people. We saw it with Adam does it. We saw Cain and Abel that the fire descends on Abel's korban and not Cain. We see it with Abraham. Um, we see it again with Aaron at the dedication of the Mishkan. We see it with David. We see it with Shlomo. In other words, fire descending on your bima is a synonymous with the approval of the Kaddish Baruch Hu. So that's the test he prescribes. By Yomer here two oxen. Where, what were the two oxen? Some say they were twin oxen, exact duplicate. Others say it was different ones. But Elio is giving them the first choice. Because just sheer numbers. Call out in the name of your Kodesh Baruch Hu. The Eish Lot not. 
put fire. By Yikru is Hashem and they take the par, this is the priest of the Baal, that was given to them. So the question is, who gave it to them? Some say Achav, some say in a very interesting metric, Eliyahu himself, that what happened is the ox designated for the Kohanim's altar just rebelled. He wasn't going. He's not going to be part of a Chil Hashem and had to be reassured, says the Medrash, by Eliyahu himself, who assured him that, don't worry, he's not even going to be destroyed as an outcome of this, and he is just as much Mekadeshem Shemayim as the par Eliyahu has. Radak says, just very interesting, the Lashon is that Rechok Mi Hasechel. This is a little defying of, you know, logic, that the ox would talk, and yet we have histories of animals speaking, uh, etc., and making their will uh, known. So, they're now ready to start. Um, so, Vayikru es ha-parashen ha-san lahim, the priest of the Baal, Vayasu Vayikru b'shem ha-baal, mehaboker v'ad ha-tsarayim. They are calling out to the Baal from morning to the afternoon. Lemar, Habal, Anenu, answer the ain call, the ain owner. There's no voice, there's no response. By Yifsechu al Hamizbeach, Asher Asar, and they continue uh, the Mizbeach that they built. By Yehibat Sarayim, now it's the afternoon. By Yehatel, that is. He taunts, he humiliates them, Eliyahu. He's being sarcastic for him. But, uh, by Yomer, Kiru Bakol Gadol, you gotta shout louder. Kilo Kimhu, he's a god, Yabal. Hu Kisiach, he may be having discussions. But he Sig, he may be having questions, Lo. But he Derek, Lo, Allah, Yashain, Hu it could be that he's napping, he's exhausted. So he has to be woken up, wake him up with noise. And believe it or not, yeah, they take it very seriously. By Yikruba called Gajol, they raise the volume of their voices. By Yisgodidu Kamishbatam, they um, gird themselves with swords, with haravos, with maritim spear, and they battle, they clang, they make noise of armor. until blood comes from them. Some say that it was a deliberate thing of a humiliation of the flesh that they were doing, yeah, that their blood will bring their sanctification. And now it is carbon tumid time in the afternoon. The sun is at its highest point. Remember, Baal was a god of the sun, so that the logic would be at the height of the sun would be the height of his effectiveness. Until the carbon mincha time, the enkol, they ain't no net, they ain't kosher, they hear no voice, no response, no attentiveness. And this, the Mephorshim say, was a miracle in that the Kaddish Baruch Hu makes a vacuum of any noise, of any echo, of any response, because knowing the priest of the Baal, you hear an echo, they can say, ah, that's the Baal answering. So there was like it was sucked out all the sounds, so they could not make that claim. By Yomer the Shu Elai, the Yikshu Kolo Elam, a love, 
and he prepares the broken Mizbeach. So let's talk about this. The question that is overwhelming, and this is one of the questions, answers your questions, he made, Achav went along with this. There is an Esau, we've learned it, on the Bummer, that when the base Hamikdash is Kayim, you do not bring a private Bummer. How does Elio, by what right does he bring and construct his own bummer for this. And the Rambam says, and also the Gemara and Sanhedrin says, that a Navi, Lahorashah, for the necessity of the hour, can do that and you must listen. In other words, he can construct an outdoor bummer. This is L'Shem Shamayim. It's a one-time thing, and that explains how he can, in fact, do it. By Eurapeus and Mizbeach, what does it mean that a Mizbeach was broken? Some say this was a Mizbeach shawl used on Har Har Carmel, and it had since been destroyed, and now he is rebuilding it. By Yikach he takes 12 stones. You get the symbolism of that. You will be called Israel, even though there are only, or not only, there are 10 tribes in Achav's empire and two in Yehuda. It has to be all the tribes together, Ba'achtos. By Yivnes Avonim Mizbeach B'Shem Hashem, he constructs the Mizbeach B'Shem Hashem, Ba'yas Talak Evesasayim Zera Saviv Mizbeach. Interesting. He makes a Ta'ola. Ta'ola would be like a moat, would be like a surrounding um, Dug out kind of a uh, trench, that was the word I want. Give a to Sasayim, which we know is a very extensive area. Um, I believe it's 5,000 Amozera Savibla Mizbea around the Mizbea. So now Leo spreads out the branches of trees. Cuts up the ox by Yosem al him and he lays it on top of the wood. By Yomer, Milo al Barkadim, fill me four jugs of water. By Yitzku al and he takes the four jugs, pours it on the Oas Hamizbeah, al Haitzim, on the wood that's arrayed on top of it. By Yomer Shnu, do it a second time. By Yishnu, by Yomer Shalshu, do it a third time. Yishaleshu. So we see four jugs of water three times. The symbolism should not escape us again. It's connected the Shvatim. By Yehu Hamayim Sabib Lemizbeah, he puts water around the Mizbeah, the Gamis Hataola, he fills up that giant trench with water, so the question of course is, famine isn't over, the drought is not over, where is he getting all this water from? Medrash says that his disciple Elisha was washed his hands, poured water of his hands, and then water just emanated from his fingers. Now it is time for the Korban 
Tolder of Mincha, Vayigash Elio Hanavi Elio draws near the Mizbeach, Vayomer Hashem Elokei Avraham Yitzchak, he prays to the Avos, Yisrael Hayom Yivadaz, that Israel know, Ki Atah Elohim Yisrael, Bani Abdecha, Kaddish Baruch Hu is the God, I am the servant, Uvidvarecha Asisa is Kohat Barima Ela, and in your instruction I did all these things, which is not exactly the case because he is getting or seeking approval for what he's done, sort of ex post facto. So, Aneni Hashem, Aneni, answer me, Kaddish Baruch Hu, Viyotu Hamazeh, Viyatahu Elohim, Atahaskosas Libamach Ramit. That you have led them either B'nai Yisrael uh, backwards by rewarding these people who do Avodah Zarah, or more likely, you have led the people who are doing Avodah Zarah uh, astray. They have been led astray. Vatipol Eish Hashem, and the fire comes down. Vatochal consumes all the far the dust, it causes all the water to evaporate. I mean, that just increases the scope of the nace here that comes on top of the water, lights the bima, and at the same time evaporates the water. One of the things we should point out, the Mephoshim say from this, we learn that it was at Mincha when he was answered, that the tour says Mincha is the most important feel of the day. Shachris we do when we get up, Mara we do before we go to sleep, Mincha we've got to interrupt whatever we're doing, our work, um, our, our lives, etc., and do Mincha. Some call it, it's, uh, Mincha is the Ni'ilah of the day. The people see it, they are astounded. They repeat that phrase that we say in Nila, that the Kaddish Baruch Hu is God. Now he says to the people, Grab a hold of those prophets of the Baal. No one, not one of them should escape, and they grab hold of them. And they take them down to Nachal Kishon, and they execute them. Who executes them? Some implies B'nai Yisrael on Elio's instructions. Others say Elio did it personally. Now he turns to Achav. It has not started to rain yet, but he tells them assuredly, Alei, Echol, stay, go up, back to your home, eat, drink, Kikol Hamon HaGashem, because soon will be the noises of a torrential rain. Vayela Echad Lechol Lishtot, he does that. Elio Olah Rosh HaKarmel, he goes up to Mount Carmel. Vayikar Artsa, he sits on the ground. Vayosem Panav Ben Birko, he puts his face between his knees as a sign of abject tefillah. Vayomer El Naro, and he says to his servants, Aleina, go up higher, and Habet Terech Yom, look out towards the Mediterranean. Vayal, Vayabek, Vayomer, Ein Mumah. No, we see nothing. Vayomer, shoot, go back a second time. And then a third and a fourth, and finally a seventh. Vayihib, Shriyas, in the seventh time they go to inspect, 
Vayomer Hineot Kitano. We see a small cloud, Kechaf Ish Ole, like the palm of someone's hand, Ole Noyim coming out of the water, Vayomer Ole Amor Al Achav, Esor Vareid Veloyar Sakhan Agashan. Now inform Achav, the rain is here, it will not be withheld. Now, gradually, the sky accumulates these clouds. There was a giant rain. Achav goes and now returns to Israel towards um, Shechem, not Shechem, Shomron. Yad Hashem and so the hands of the Kaddish Baruch Hu Zayeliyahu, by Yashnei Masnav, what he does is gird himself, by Yoretz Lepnei Achav Ad Bo'acha Yisraelah. He runs ahead of the chariot. Why? The assumption is at this point, Achav has totally repented from his evil ways. Achav is now convinced of just the singular dominance of the Kaddish Baruch Hu. He is a Balchuva in every respect. And Elio wants to give him the respect of Kavad Malchus because he left alone. He left alone, says the Mephorshim, because no one would go with him. They were all convinced that there's no Baal. They follow the Kaddish Baruch Hu. So to give him the Kavad Malchus, Elio runs ahead of him and arrives before him. So we conclude this historic parrot with the understanding that Eliyahu is convinced B'nai Yisrael on a path of tshuva. <coughs> Achav is too on that path of tshuva. Eliyahu has been saved. B'nai Yisrael is united. Wrong. 8.45 a.m. tomorrow. We will see what actually now ensues. Hadkan.